Welcome to Reality of the Rose with your host, Natalie Sprink. Everyone, welcome to episode 15 of Reality of the Rose. I'm your host, Natalie Sprink. So today I have with me again uh, another co-host, special guest. Um, she has been here before. She was my first guest ever. Um, it is my daughter, Allie. Welcome, Allie. Hello, everybody. She came home for a week. Just I'm to- back. She came home for a week just to hang out, kind of school starts soon. But what we failed to do last time, she was here and helped me co-host and break down The Bachelor. We forgot to let her introduce herself, how old she is, what she's doing, kind of just her crap. So Allie, tell us a little about yourself. Um, my name's Allie. <laughs> um yeah. I am 21 years old, and I go to the University of Wisconsin-Madison. I am majoring in journalism. Why did I forget? I almost forgot. I'm majoring in journalism with an emphasis in strategic communication, and I am getting a certificate, which is the equivalent to a minor in digital studies. Um, I also have a certificate in um essentially public relations agency work and i am a proud member of alpha chi omega at university of wisconsin yay and i also was a part of the school newspaper i was the editor of the life and style section of the of the daily cardinal which is the university's oldest newspaper fancy um yeah i have had I currently have an internship in influencer marketing which is fun and I graduate in December so time to grow up I guess so everybody hear that anybody out there wanting to hire someone with those credentials as of December 31st she is available I'm on the market for a job and tell everybody where you're aiming to live New York City Shout out, Casey. I know you're listening to this, girl. <laughs> See you there. Poor Allie. I don't know about you, Casey, but poor Allie gets so much hassling from her, her family about moving to New York City and how dangerous it is and how it's expensive so expensive it is. there. That's what so everyone expensive. says to me. No one says, I mean, some people do say, oh my gosh, wow, that's so cool. But most people are like, wow, it's so expensive there. Like, yeah, I know, whatever. I'm excited. I'm very proud. I'm very proud. I think it's cool. I think it's, this is the time for you to go and do that kind of thing. You're single. Exactly. You're single. You have nothing to tie you down. You have the desire. And everyone asks, not everyone, but I have people ask me too, that's like, has she ever been there though? And I said, actually, yes. All through high school, she said she wanted to live there. And then the summer after her senior year, my mom for her graduation gifts gave her a trip to New York City and I went along (laughs) and I think it probably confirmed in your head more than anything that that is what you wanted to do yeah and I'm not shocked that I'm gonna be broke I'm not I'm like I'm a very realistic person I understand that I'll probably be living in a small apartment 
I might have to work two jobs. I might, whatever. I literally don't care. I'm just excited to go. And I think everyone that says I'm dumb for doing it is just jealous. I so. agree. I agree. I agree. And I'm very proud of you. And I, you know, there's a little part of me that's envious that I didn't like go and spread my wings like that right after I was out of college and do something that just kind of took you outside of your comfort zone. And it's probably not even outside your comfort zone. Knowing you, it's going to be right in your comfort zone. So um, good for the you only for thing out of my comfort enough. zone will be learning how to ride the subway. Yeah, boy, that was hard. I, that intimidated me like crap when we were out there. I didn't like that. I didn't yeah. like that. I'll very figure it out. intimidated. I know you will. Um, so, all right. So let's go ahead and start breaking this down because if you'll remember everybody this week, and obviously if you watch The Bachelor, you know this because it's already over, but there was episodes both Monday and Tuesday this week, which I was kind of hoping they wouldn't do last week when they only had it on Monday. I know in past seasons they've done this where they've had it on two times a week. And when they only had it on one time last week, I thought good because twice a week is a lot. And I just got done watching Love Island too. And that's on four times a week, which is super hard to catch up with. But but I did. I watched <laughs> every show. Um, so I was kind of hoping they wouldn't. And two hours. I thought it might be two hours last night and just one hour tonight. Nope. So either way. So we decided to just binge watch it all tonight. So we watched last night's episode and this tonight's episode tonight. So we're fresh. It's fresh on our minds. Um, I guess if you don't remember, Allie watches The Bachelor. She used to watch it with me all the time, like in high school. But then when she got to college, she got away from it a little bit, but she still kind of kept up with it. Just, I don't know, I guess what, watching a show here and there and yeah. Listening to my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly feel like I recognized most of the people from that are on Paradise just because I watched a couple of episodes here and there and a lot of them are the like dramatic or like big characters. So I recognized some, like most of them, I would say. Yeah. I didn't I don't like know their all of their names, but I know their like faces and what they're known for. So like it wasn't hard to get caught up in like who's who and who's from whose season and stuff. So And you and you had watched the last last week. You had decided with your friends that you were gonna watch a season anyway. Yeah. Me yeah. and my friends watched the first we're gonna watch the whole season. So yeah. I, we, I watched the first episode last week. And again, I just, I said this last week, and I think so many people feel this way. I just feel like Bachelor in Paradise is, is um, such a more fun show to watch because it has so many more layers and so many more storylines. And yeah, and if you don't just... like, if you don't like one of the people, it's not like you have to watch them like you do, like the, if they're the Bachelorette or the Bachelor, it's like. I mean, you'll watch them, but then you're going to be focused on 12 other people's storylines. So it's not like you're focused on one person the whole time that right. might be dull or might get on your nerves. That's the biggest thing. And I just think they've run out of things to do on Bachelor and Bachelorette now with COVID and everything. So it's like, it just kind of gets repetitive. This is just like so messy. It's just sloppy. Like these people are just like, no, they don't get bored of causing drama so it's just fun to watch 
But it's also funny, I think, because they um, aren't afraid to show their humorous side. It seems like on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, they're so focused on being like serious and finding love and we have to like get to know each other. And that get to knowing each other for some reason in the producers' minds only consists of their serious airing, their serious questions. I mean, their serious conversations. And we know even from the, the blooper reel or at the end of every show when they kind of show little the little blooper clip that they're are funny sides to the people and I just don't understand how come they don't feel like they could show that more during bachelor and bachelorette seasons but I like that about paradise too is that it's fun, like funny you get to see they're just like normal conversation yeah. and, their, and their personalities I think but you know what's kind of funny is this is this you know it's a it's a, another segment of bachelor it's all the same bachelor people but on the bachelor and bachelorette you're you have one lead and you have what 30 people that come in and it's totally okay and everyone has to be totally fine with that lead dating 30 other people that's the premise of the show is you date 30 other people but you go to paradise and people get totally pissed if the person they like starts dating somebody else and if they they would be dating every single person on the on the island that wouldn't be okay, which is so ironic in my opinion because it's really the exact opposite. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I never thought of that. Um, all right, so we're going to kind of do it a little bit, I mean, kind of the same, but not really. It's hard to go through every little thing that happened on four hours worth of shows. So I think we're going to kind of just like hit the highlights. And first of all, I was going to ask you, so tonight we had still had David on the, let's see. So last night's show, we still had David Spade as the quote unquote host. And then in the second show, basically we got Lance Bass. So a, what do you think of David Spade? I don't, it's so hard to call him a host cause he was barely on, but did you like him? Did you like in your generation? Because he's an older guy. Um, I don't I don't, it was the first episode where he had that really awkward moment with the champagne popping girl. Yeah. Where like, Wouldn't open. that was like all of us, sit, all, me and all my friends watch it. So there's like probably eight or 10 of us. And we all were like, oh, like we couldn't watch it. Like it was so embarrassing. And I just feel like he has a really dry sense of humor, Very. but sometimes it's too dry where it doesn't hit. So it's like kind of makes me uncomfortable sometimes. I just I know that he did things and he he said racist things or supported racist ideas. But I will say Chris Harrison was he just did a better job than these people. Not saying they couldn't find someone though that could do as good as Chris Harrison. I just don't think they have yet. And I think the celebrity hosting was a good idea, but I think that they just live such different worlds. And again, not excusing Chris Harrison, whatever, but we're so quick to like, they were so quick to try to find someone else that I think they just chose whoever they could like hire the quickest because like, you're telling me your first choice for a celebrity guest was David Spade. Is that his last name? Right. 
I like just think or Chappelle. I don't know. I don't know. I I think it was fine. I just think it, like the show could have been just as good without any of it because it's like cool uh, you're there but you're more there because you're a celebrity not because you know how to host a show. Well, I guess yes. It, it, and I I think he like the whole like as a host he did it was not good because yeah. he wasn't a host. He was just like there to do little stand-up bits on the side because it's basically everything he did was like a bit I felt like I mean it was just all jokes and I feel like there was actually no like official host I think Wells did more hosting because he like explained the game to them not like they don't already know it and tonight he's actually one that led the rose ceremony so it's I'm a little confused and, and also they don't tonight i feel like they've shown lance bass more tonight i don't know not really they're not showing them enough to actually really be a host yeah again it's like not excusing chris harrison but they just like they knew where he fit into the show and it's kind of i feel like harder where when they're celebrities because it's like they're not just the host of the show so they like try to give them a little role I think kind of like I don't know I just feel like it ends up being a little um awkwardly thrown in and like they don't really know how to host the bachelor which like isn't their fault but like that was Chris Harrison's job so he knew what to say he knew the lines the producers didn't have to tell him to do anything so like I think just compare like it's not their fault, but it's just like odd because I don't know. It, it's no, just a little uncomfortable to watch sometimes because they're not, like you said, they're not hosting really. Right. It's just like they're special guests, is what they yeah. are. Yeah. And so they're it's like they're kind of on the show too yeah. while also trying to host it, which it's like, okay. Right, yeah. And, I and also I, think you just need someone not famous to be hosting the show because like 100%. when you get someone famous, like then the bachelor people are like, Oh my God, like I'm starstruck. And you're like, I'm watching you on TV be starstruck by like somebody else. And then it's like, turn, it's like just a weird like thing going on that it's just kind of I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to watch the bachelor people spend time talking about how they're like favorite comedian or whatever singer is standing right you know what I'm saying it just like takes away a little bit from the like so out of this like world bachelor thing you know I think it's why they probably don't have them on a lot because they don't want the celebrity to steal yeah the show but yet when they barely have them on then you're like well why are they there then why did you bother getting but I think it's the same reason they don't bring celebrities onto like the cast of The Bachelor. Like they don't bring like C listers onto the like to be contestants, just because it just creates like a weird thing. Because Bachelor, I just feel like, is supposed to be a a way for people to get famous, and b a way away from like Hollywood and all of this stuff. And like it's so separate from like being an a-list celebrity that it just is weird when they mix i don't know but yeah. it's fine I'm, it's nothing I'm actually, great i'm not I'm, complaining about it but one i'm kind of anxious to see is little john me really. too that'll be funny i I'm mean excited. like tonight when lance bass had his like weird awkward conversation with like four of the girls be like okay like okay so who likes who and it was like he was trying to be a girlfriend and i felt like that was a very weird dynamic as well 
you know I don't know I it's just well I'm the not... producers definitely told him go have the conversation I mean, totally because I they're mean, trying I... to give him like a role no I know which is when like you have a person that's not a famous host you don't have to give them a role besides the host but, but the... so it just creates a weird environment I, w- I wish they wouldn't call them hosts then because yeah i know that's not True. really a hosting of what a host does and it's also how come i don't i've said this before in the podcast i don't i think they just need to find a replacement host that hosts yeah. everything just like chris Harrison i agree did. i don't i caitlin and taisha did okay but I was I was disappointed personally that they're going to do Michelle season two because I just I mean they were fine I like them both and it was okay but again I didn't feel like they were hosts I felt like they were just like advisors to Katie and they'll be advisors to Michelle and maybe that's just a new spin on it but in my opinion I think having seen it this way I prefer to see just one host that does hosting yeah. And whether they are going to go to that, because the next, which we haven't heard yet, but supposedly they're going to be announcing who The Bachelor is very soon. And apparently the people that are in running, in the running, are Tyler Cameron. I, and I've uh... heard that they're trying to get him because, one, they need the ratings. The ratings have really been dropping on all of the shows. And he's such a big name. I think they think that that's going to bring back the ratings. And, I, but oh, I don't well, know. Well, the seasons have just been boring. Like, and I, and I think I heard for ta- I mean uh, Michelle's season that they are going to do a little traveling. I don't think it's not going to be overseas traveling, obviously. But I heard they were going to do some a little bit of traveling. So I hope that's a little better. But then also I heard that Greg Grippo is really up there as to getting the spot. And I've heard Andrew Spencer is one up there. And then I heard. Um, shoot who else there was one other person i heard that was a anyway so apparently mike fleiss is going to be announcing this pretty soon um okay we haven't even gotten into the show yeah so. i was gonna say we All should. Right. so we started off the first show um let's see where should i start the previews oh i'm in the wrong thing here i'm so unorganized sorry about this um they do have the intro now. I remember hearing a lot on social media that everyone was disappointed they didn't have the cute like intro with the Almost Paradise song. Um, so they're back at. I think they just had to make paradise. sure and show everybody. Good, that was good. You must have got your singing talent from me. Yeah. Um, so they had that. It wasn't actually as funny as a lot of Mar. They're never that funny though. They're, they're always funny. supposed to be they're so cringy. So, they're very cringy this time. Um, we get a reminder that say so there's three women going home this week and um we had to redo the whole demi what is your opinion of demi we got demi that entered we we had the whole we had to redo the whole thing again she had to come in we had to see the whole conversation with the david spade again and i could have done without that my first let me tell you my opinion first <laughs> i think she makes okay supposedly she makes good tv i i've i've heard that angle like you gotta have her on because you might hate her but you'd love to hate her i'm not sure about that i'm kind of hating to hate her like i her voice to me is just 
so anointing her like that and she gets so upset and she comes on the steps and I do not like her voice it just makes me want to pull my hair out and we definitely learned tonight that she hates rejection and can't take it and she just has to be so over the top with everything and and I know I know she's one of the she's in the million club I believe she's got over a million followers so I feel like she really is proud of that and I feel like when she walked down the steps she was like okay everyone Demi is here I have a million followers you guys are all amateurs I, I am here and to me that's not good entertainment I was happy when that was her part was over this last night our whichever show was that the first one yeah I didn't I don't like her I was so hoping she wouldn't get a rose what do you Um, think of her um well just to keep this going and move it along a little bit I what she I asks Brendan on the date when she has she walks over the date card talks to a few people whatever ask Brendan on the date they go on the date and like again, I I thought she was fine when she walked in. Like I've I I'm also not an avid bachelor follower, so I don't really follow her life. Last I saw, she got engaged to her fiance, her ex fiance on Bachelor in Paradise, and last season. Yeah, and so whatever, she's back. Fine. I mean, yeah, she's a little over the top. Like whatever. Like you said, love to hate. But then she goes on this date and they're like jet skiing and on the ocean and like you think Brendan's having the time of his life and she is clearly having so much fun. She like jumps off her jet ski to get onto his and just like leaves her jet ski floating in the ocean first of all. Whatever. Yeah. Like okay. Sure. Mm -hmm. Like nobody's going to come get that. Yeah. You expect nobody. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. It's still floating out there. Yeah. I'm sure it is. And, um, anyway, they get like on the beach and at night they're sitting there and they like, they kiss or whatever. She says the line, I could do that forever with you. And he was like, uh, yeah, whatever. Then he kind of tells her, okay, um, I think we should keep our options open since it's like what freaking day three. Like, it's day three, I would have said, or, like, at least maybe five, maybe day five. And he tells her, I think we should keep our options open. Like, I'm, if we end up together, that's cool and that's good. I liked you. I liked hanging out with you. But I think I want to hang out with other people, whatever. Here is where I got annoyed with her because she then turns this around and is like, well, I never said that I, like, wanted to freaking date him or marry him. Jeez. Like, I'm so mortified right now. That's so ridiculous. Why are you even asking me on this date and waste my time? Like, clearly not handling rejection at all. And that's when you could see her, like, oh, you're going to reject me because I'm Demi and, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, her narcissist side comes out, which was, like, very unflattering on her, honestly. Very. I think that was a, a low point, which, like, again, she maybe she just doesn't handle rejection well and whatever. But I just think that showed her, like, character flaw a little bit whenever she got, like, so offended that he said that when, if I'm not wrong, in the past, that's what she's done. She's played the field being on bachelor in paradise like 
Well, it's what she said when she walked down the stairs. Yeah, she was like, I'm here to cause drama and I'm going to blah, blah, blah. So, like, and what did you expect him to say? You thought he was just going to, like, get on his knee and propose to you after the first two hours of knowing him? Like, for sure. I just thought that was, like, and then she just, like, causes a scene and is like, this is so embarrassing. Like, oh, my God. And it's like, dude, just take the rejection and move on. You've known the guy for two hours. You don't know anybody else here yet. Like, and then she makes him seem like he's a bad guy yeah, like, for which, like leading her on or something. I'm like, which I didn't literally buy, but I, I'm see, seemingly people could buy that, but it's like, I don't know. I'm all about women sporting women here, but, but like this, that was very like narcissistic, I think. And was a very like poor use of, a platform and like power because she was just I don't know just like take the rejection and move on like I get you don't handle rejection well but it's like he wasn't even rejecting you he was just telling you to keep your options open like sorry somebody rejected you that's supposed to be what this show is about they come to paradise to meet new people and to like try this stuff out I know that they all get mad at each other if someone takes their girl or guy or whatever but that's what it's supposed to be and also she's the one that asked him on the date it would even have been a little different had he asked her right but she asked him so he's not required knowing that he had already been there for days and and he he's not required to fall in love with her it's she she is so full of herself that she couldn't believe now she did make a funny comment because she said this is the first time i have ever been rejected and she was like well i take that back i get colton rejected me but he was gay so (laughs) that was which i thought was kind of funny but um it was and i i feel like a little bit well, no. I mean, she said what she I, she said what she said, but I think they went over the top with airing it all too, just because they had to make a splash with Demi coming in. So, and they did that, and so then, okay, so then to move forward from that, while they were on their date, the rumor starts flying around the rest of the cast that he has been seeing Piper James, who was on Matt season like on the side, like before coming to paradise, which is true because I remember seeing it on social media and actually thinking it was kind of cute, but everyone is like whispering this to the side that everyone thinks he's actually coming, came to paradise, hoping that Peck Piper would show up and that he's just kind of buying his time until she does, which I can't remember if she comes or not, as far as the previews go and the, and the, and the stuff I've seen. But anyway, so they start whispering that to the side. And then when she comes back from the state and not only is she so pissed off that she got rejected, but then they tell her this, which fuels the fire even more. She confronts him. He basically admits that they like talked and hung out, but there was no label on it. They were not in any kind of relationship yada 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 so she doesn't really take that as really liking that answer and still is pissed at him and now she's really questioning his motives if he's here for the wrong reason if he was in a piper why the hell did he even come on to bachelor in paradise whatever now prior to them going out he was sort of with kind of with natasha so she's upset during this whole time too because they also tell her about piper Anyway, she confronts him then, and no, so Natasha, so basically Dem- Demi and Brendan decide they're not, it's whatever, they're, they're not going to be a thing. 
So he goes back to Natasha. Natasha says, um, confronts him about the Piper thing. And he had a pretty good answer, I thought. I thought his answer was pretty good. He basically said, look, I'm just was getting to know her. He goes, I probably had deeper conversation with, the, with you now here at Paradise than I've had with her. And, and he was honest. He said, if she would come, I would, yeah, I'd want to get to know her better too, but that's what it's about. So what do you think of Brendan? I think they're trying to vilify him a little bit. And I don't like that because I really like Brendan. I think he is so good yeah. looking. I think he's a sweet guy. I don't know if it's I like him because he's like, so hot maybe that's why maybe ha- he has attractive privilege yeah in my mind i don't know could be it but he's, he's hot and i think he's nice like i, I do i mean like i'm sure a lot of them are talking to people outside of the show oh I my mean, god Jesus, they have like a network of thousands of bachelor yes. and bachelorette people you can't say that nobody's dming each exactly. other like I and mean, they go to all these events and I, Natasha and grocery store Joe have a podcast together. I mean, yeah. you know, they just, I think it's so, it's right. I'm going to blow my nose. Okay. <laughs> so I will jump on to the next. <laughs> Allie's got a little cold. So no, it's okay, Allie. So like two or three episodes ago, I had a coughing fit during my, um, my podcast and I had to stop it like three times to have a coughing fit. So it's not COVID. <laughs> I'm covering my microphone. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That was like a lot of rustling. <laughs> oh, great. I'm going to start coughing again. All okay. right. Sorry, so... everybody. I have my COVID vaccine. So. <laughs> so the next thing we, so then we get in that Victoria P storyline where she's like i need to i basically i need to find someone that's got a rose so i can get a rose and that's when she was like oh what's his guy's name jordan no james oh my god yeah this was so ridiculous so this part like okay so we were we looked it up She, she was on no we didn't look this one up no you thought that she was on peter season you she thought, was on. She is on Peter's. No, but you thought she was on the season with Kaylin as the beauty queen, which was Colton, correct? <sighs> Whatever. It doesn't really matter no, what season doesn't. that was. You thought it was. Anyway, she was in another battle with another. You thought it queen. was a feud. You you thought she was in the feud with Kaylin. That was actually Hannah B. But she was in another beauty queen feud, I guess, on Peter's season, which. <laughs> Okay. She couldn't, but Peter was on Hannah's season. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She was not in the feud with Kaylin and Hannah because Kaylin and Hannah were not on Peter's season. Okay, and I forgot it was, Kay- I thought it was Kaylin and Victoria. But anyway, there was some, there was another beauty pageant queen person that she was in some kind of a tiff tiff with thank you anyway i don't she she went like maybe halfway through but on the last show that was one of them who i did not recognize i was like who the hell is this i have no clue who this girl is then i that she looks totally different to me for some reason but anyway so she basically is wearing a rose and it comes out that so tammy who is also in Peter's season, who I forgot how much I did not like Tammy on that season. She was such a shit disturber on that season that I, I, she was so annoying to me. She never had chemistry with Peter. I felt like they kept her around just to like, 
be the drama person to like call everybody out. But so apparently Tammy knew that Victoria had a boyfriend. She lives in Nashville, has a boyfriend. So she suspected she claimed that even like the Thursday before they got to paradise that she was with her boyfriend, Kelsey, who also lives in Nashville confirmed this, that she does have a boyfriend back there. That she has a dog and everything. Yes, that they have a dog together and everything. And so they are speculating that she simply came on to Paradise to, like, make her boyfriend famous because apparently he's a musician. I say two different things. She, there's no way the producers didn't know she had a boyfriend. There's absolutely no way that they didn't know that. So in my opinion, they brought her on knowing she had a boyfriend and knowing that it would cause drama amongst the cast. That's why they do that. They have to have that kind of stuff to pull from, to make storylines. Um, but we didn't know, like we were watching this and we were like, so does, cause she made it sound like, so basically after he, he goes, so Tammy tattles to James cause James and her hit it off. And he was like, yeah, I really like her. You know, I think I'm going to give her the rose, blah, 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 blah. So here comes swooping in Tammy, this shit disturber, and she tattles on her, basically, and tells James this is going on. She said, Kelsey knows she lives in Nashville, too. He goes to Kelsey. Kelsey confirms it. He then goes to Victoria P., and she denies it pretty much. Kind of, yeah. I think she more just got, like, she started crying because she seemed like she was mad that they told him and didn't approach her and she was like i don't like i don't understand why my friends would just come and tell you that like she denied it but didn't really deny it well she and she said she did have a boyfriend but that they broke up yeah but she never was like i don't know what they're talking about i haven't seen him in months i don't speak to him anymore i blah 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 blah, which maybe they did break up in may yeah well i i think maybe they did but she i maybe it was because she wanted to go on to Bachelor right. Paradise. Right. God knows why. But either way, I mean, I kind of agreed with her in the sense that I thought that those girls, if they were just women supporting women here, maybe they should have just taken the higher road and been like, hey, before we go approach this guy about you, do you have a boyfriend? Because I've seen it. And if she gets flustered and annoyed, fine, she has one. But, like, I just didn't see the reason that they had to, like, sabotage that for her right away. I just, like, don't understand why they couldn't have come up to her maybe and said it first and been the bigger people. Because to me, that just looked a little – like, even if it is true, it just looked a little childish to me. Because, like, do you really have an allegiance to James over her? Like, they were on the same season. They may have not liked each other that much. But still, it's like – it just looks like you're trying to sabotage her, which is like, what's the point? You're not even going after the same guy. Like, you just don't, you just want her to go home. But that being said, she then decides to leave. Yeah. Because yeah, now we understand that the pressure got to her. I don't think she knew what to say. I don't think she knew how to handle the situation because when she got into the car to go home, she was like, just kind of rambling, which is what she was doing the whole time after she got called out. She just, like, 
wasn't really making that much sense in what she was saying. And she, she, and she wouldn't just talk about it with Yes. Him. She wasn't, like, forming arguments. She wasn't, like, doing that. She was kind of just, like, crying and being, like... I don't know what to do. Like this, uh, blah, 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 blah. like I don't even know what she was saying, honestly. And when she gets in the car, she says, "Well, maybe this, maybe I came here and like left to realize that like I didn't need to come here to find love because I I'm happy with what I have at home." Yeah. So then that's kind of like the we still don't know if she is dating him but she sure as hell has feelings for him like obviously she's gonna go home and see him now but who knows maybe it was her going there and realizing oh you know what I do love him who knows whatever but we I do realize that it was probably the kind of the pressure that got to her that made her want to leave and because she just she became a wreck after she got confronted well and she didn't handle that well and she's clearly not that upset And she went to James then pretty much and basically just said, like, I I wish you the best. I mean, she didn't really try to, like, convince him of anything. Uh, She was just like, I'm going to leave. So, again, I again, I think I I think I think it was a producer and and uh, induced storyline knowing she had a boyfriend and it all came out and it was. Granted, it didn't last that long, but it was a storyline for a show. Totally. So that was that. So she goes home. So then we were like, okay, so so still three women go home. Well, there were supposed to be four women that go home. Well, I guess, but at the very beginning, they said, again, Tammy was the one that was like, okay, three women. Yeah, but then Demi came. So then it was four. Oh, that's right. So then it goes back down to three. Okay. So, so three women have to go home. Um... Let's see. I'm looking at my notes here. We've gone. This is when. This is when. Um. Okay. So the Demi, and whatever that blonde girl's name that snitched on the other girl, both realize that they don't have a rose and they need to try to get now. So, so basically, the ones that don't have a rose or don't aren't matched up with anyone are Demi, Kelsey, Tammy. And that's other Serena, not the one that's with grocery store Joe, but the other. Okay, one. so then Kelsey and Demi. What's the guy's James? Not <laughs> not Jordan. That's so rude. <laughs> yeah, remember when she got flustered? Sorry, going back to the other girl who went home. She got flustered and she was like, and I'm like, I'm just like, I'm like hanging out with like this guy. Like, well, now I'm struggling to remember what this guy who I'm interested in's name is anymore. And like, she was, <laughs> I was like, dude, seriously. Anyway, yeah, poor she, guy. She forgot his name again. He's going to be her, so upset to watch that back. In, yeah, in her well, ITM, she, she was like, oh my god, I'm blanking. I cannot remember his name again. Like, after she fully was, like, about to get his rose. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. This was right at the end when she was, like... This wasn't, like, at the beginning when she was no, this was it, this was in her ITM where she was, that like, was bitch, crazy. bitching about all those girls and not sticking... Yeah, anyway. So, anyway, we were at the... We're at the um, the rose ceremony and david spade comes in and well uh, no you forgot about the like little demi and Alyssa little tiff over james whenever they realized that his rose was up for grabs where demi goes and talks to him and was like oh i i'm just like i think that we could like be a good alliance here like you're so big and strong and I'm so like tiny and I feel like you could just like wrap your arms around me and like hold me and shake me and then he was like 
okay, yeah, let's go back. And then Alyssa comes up to him and is like, I think, like, he's like, thanks for doing me that solid, letting me know about whatever the hell her name was from Nashville. Like, she has a boyfriend. Thank you for letting me know that. And she was like, yeah. Who are you saying, Alyssa? The blonde? Kelsey. Thank you. (laughs) I'm horrible with names, guys. I'm so sorry, names, Alyssa. Um, Anyway, Kelsey's like, yeah, just you should give me your rose as a friend. And he was like, yeah, that's a totally good idea. Blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, Demi's like, oh, well, this looks so desperate on her behalf. Like, what is she doing trying to get his rose? Like, that's so desperate. And of like, I'm like, Demi, you just did that 10 seconds ago. Like, it's just another case of Demi being like, what, what are you doing? Like, stop. It, it, you can't. Well, and yeah, yes. Yeah, so that was like during the cocktail hour basically but when but david spade came in first and was like basically introduced himself said remember remember me oh sorry you said the rose ceremony sorry so I, I thought you were going into the rose ceremony yeah that's okay but like so this is at the time when so back to that this is where he comes on and he like makes this joke about do they remember him and then he says your next host will be coming in later or tomorrow and i was like that's it so he got a show and a half basically as as his hosting which it just surprised which, like me. it make they're all staying for a week i guess i guess so we only have th- two more hosts after this though so yes then all that happened yeah and and that's why i think another thing that i and i know everyone's different we also skipped over the cutest date between um ivan and Justinia. Oh, God, I love that. That came before the came... rose ceremony. Yes. And everything. That, like, was... that got caught up. That got caught up in the Demi and everything drama. But we He's got so cute. Yeah, she we is so cute. We totally skipped over that. And I think we just got into the Demi thing. But that was the cutest date. They they are so on the same level. They connected so well. I love them together. And and. What I was going to say is she's that she's stunning. So pretty. He is so good looking. But when they had their date, they had like such a just like a normal, authentic, just regular conversation where it was actually they both articulated themselves well. They were actually talking and it wasn't just a bunch of giggling and joking and and not that that's not good too cuz they did that as well, but they just seemed like they were just having a normal conversation. Yeah. And and that's what I like like she I like it when that you can see a good mix of humor and personality but being able to be serious and have like a conversation with someone. Demi, I feel like they portray her as always being flirty. Like, yes, she's either flirting or she's being a bitch or she's badmouthing someone. Or she's talking about how great she is, or how shitty another person is. Or how is. she's gonna stir the pot. Yeah, she never just has. And like when she had that conversation with Brendan, like you said, where she, or no, with James, where, oh, you can just cuddle me and you can just hold me. I would feel so little and tiny and you're so big. I mean, what kind of a freaking conversation is that? What is that even? And maybe to give her a benefit of the doubt that maybe the editing, I don't know. It's... I, yes, it may be the editing. But then that's how they've edited her forever. I know. Of course, I guess whenever she, so on the last Bachelor in Paradise, she came there looking for a man, but her girlfriend came on the show for anyone who doesn't remember or didn't watch back then. And then 
then they spent the rest of the time on the show and the girlfriend was not from bachelor nation at all she was just some like regular girl which shocked me because they never just brought they never bring anybody just regular in but anyway so i think back then you saw her have a couple vulnerable moments where she was actually like upset and actually had a real conversation but other than those few times it's always her stirring the pot yeah so yes so we so basically it comes down to we think that we know who's all gonna be paired up with the rose ceremony love ivan and jessenia right what ivan love ivan and jessenia yes oh sorry yes so just so to finish that we love we love them they went really well they just love them they're so cute so cute so then basically the only one we don't know who he's gonna pick is james and really (laughs) god bless you (laughs) Sorry, really, guys. <laughs> really, we know it's between going to be between Kelsey and Demi, and of course, it's Demi. I knew it was going yeah. to be. I knew. Oh, it was but going and to be. one more little Ivan and Jasenia thing. Whenever oh. David Spade said, or maybe it was no, it was probably David Spade. <laughs> well, what? What are you? I don't remember what episode the new host comes on first or second. It was this. Hmm. No, it has to be the second. Okay. It wasn't yet. Yeah. Okay. So then it was David Sade who looked at them and said, is anybody like confident about their choice? And right away, Ivan was like, I'm very confident about who I'm going to choose tonight. It was yeah. so cute. Like, no, it was so cute. cute. Yeah. It was so, so just, cute. Just another Ivan fan oh, moment, fangirl but, moment. But we also, we also forgot to talk about like <laughs> the very blatant because we also had Aaron not for sure knowing who he was picking and Serena that other Serena thought she was going to try her hand at maybe oh my god so she went over and just did this rap like did this awkward rap well he was like freestyle for me I'll give you a beat like first of all (laughs) if someone said that to me and the funny part is is I know that this wasn't all they said but like if someone said that to me like the first couple of times talking to them, I'd be like, uh, okay. Like that sounds like a conversation you would have with a frat guy at 21 years old in the basement where you're like, where you have the realization where you're like, I need to stop dating in college <laughs> because these people are just so shallow. That's like when you have that realization, you don't actually do the freestyle. You know but, what I said? But, but she you, did. But you, do you know what I'm saying? It was like such a conversation where like a normal person watching that from the outside is like, Oh, what girl, are what are you doing? Is and it's it? like, can, do you really not have anything else to talk about besides, like, how you're going to freestyle and whatever? But then, like, she freestyles, and then they just start kissing. Yeah. And I literally, like, I literally turned to you and said, there had to be more to that conversation, <laughs> right? She did. Because there is no way. You're telling me that, like, she freestyled, and he rapped, or he put the beat down for her, and... A, she was like, God, this is what I want in this man right now. And he was like, God, that was so good. I was like, like no, fu- no freaking way. It's though, it was 1000% A, I'm going to start making out with him because I need a rose. That's yeah, all it was. But then. It was so uncomfortable though because I was like, ew. How did you transition from doing a freestyle, quote unquote, to making out? Like, the, of course it didn't work out for you. But then what was just as cringy was that um, 
so she got done with her thing and this is supposed to be tammy's man so she's like um no this isn't gonna happen and so she immediately goes over to the same bed that she was just on with him and like basically starts dry humping him just right there in front of everybody like literally climbs on top of him and yeah it was so unnecessary it was like soft porn it was horrible so anyway that was that he picked tammy he picked the one that dry humped him he didn't pick the one that well i mean like (laughs) if you had to choose between the two dry humping or rapping for a freestyling free whatever same thing all right so okay so let me say my notes here so um we have a couple other things going on during this time that i'm not really going to talk about because we it's just more cocktail party stuff victoria p tries to god um, she is to worm her way not victoria b um goddess the goddess sorry yes victoria she tried to like do her thing oh yeah that's right she was another one that we didn't know and and and, uh what's who who confronted her um taj taj it was taj okay she like went up to her and was like oh yeah dude what are you because she talked to her she talked to trey and she was like what are you doing like, I see that you're scrambling for a rose right now, but you oh, think yeah. you're going to come up to my man and freaking talk to him and try to take me out of, like, that's pretty freaking bold and, like, call her out. And, like, it was so funny. It was very funny. And 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 actually. Well, and I'm glad somebody did it because snakes like that get away with that all the time. And I'm glad, like, Taj was actually like, I'm going to call you out. Just because you're desperate doesn't mean you get to take all your friend's mans. No, like, it it was it was totally that yes that was that was so side note i love taj she is so funny she is so funny and she's so real like you said this when we were watching that you you don't feel like she's putting on like a bit and i don't think she is either like i think that everything she says is just so genuine and it's not like funny because it's cringy it's funny because it's like so relatable i think totally and i'm like that's what a normal girl would do if a a girl's trying to mess with your man a normal girl would confront her or like she wouldn't like go talk to her friends about it and like start crying in the corner like everyone else does like well go bitch go sorry we'll we'll get to that in the second in the second show a little bit more about no yeah i just wanted to add that in but totally agree like like she is she's a bad b a bad barbie beach what she's a bad i don't know if i can curse on here oh (laughs) that's what you were trying to say um i guess i was gonna make this one but I can make it explicit, I suppose. I don't think I've cursed out. yet, so it's fine. Yeah, okay. Uh, which is why I said bad beach. So, you know what? I for, What I forgot is that this whole thing with, it doesn't matter, but this whole thing about with Victoria P, that all happened at that cocktail hour before the rose ceremony. That was all that night that that went down. I forgot. Yeah. I was thinking that all went down, like, during the day, but it didn't no. We kind of anyway, just like have skipped around, but we, that's okay. we probably should get going here because there is there we're still on the first freaking show. So, um, so basically, then they have all these, you know, this some girls being desperate trying to get a rose, blah 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 blah. So the ones and we already said he gives it to Demi. So the ones that go home are Victoria the goddess. <laughs> she was not such a goddess on this show. Kelsey, Kelsey goes, goes home, home and that, that other Serena, Serena 
goes home, the one not with grocery store Joe, but Serena C, I think is her name. So those three go home. See, did you notice that, like, in retrospect, that they didn't really have, like, everyone being like, oh, goodbye, bye. Yeah, no. That was weird. They, they just, like, totally skip that. Um, so then let's go so that was the two. end he picks debbie and that was the end of the first show okay so we're there so then we start show two so now we have moved on to the next day now the girls are going to be able to one they are the ones that have the power they have the roses to give the guys so we know there's going to be more guys that arrive and of course um so this was a little bit funny with how they introduced i thought it was kind of cute with the way they introduced the new host so they all go up into this little living room area or whatever. And there's like a jam- old jam box with a cassette tape in it. And they press play and, and in sync song, what, what is the name? What, what song was that? Anyway. I don't know. I'm the little T. Anyway. And so the way, the bit that they did then was, they took, you know, like four or five of the cast members in their ITMs and had them singing like a little phrase of the song. That was funny. I thought it was kind of cute. And, um, well, who was it? Connor, whenever they, oh, yeah. they like were playing the song, he just was like singing it right yeah, there. Yeah, he just started singing it Which, right there. Which shout like out UW Madison alumni, Connor. Oh, yeah. That's right. Connor B, the little guy with the ukulele that we can't, they will not let us forget that he can write songs on his little ukulele yeah, and true. sing them constantly. But he did. He went to UW Madison. I'm going to blow my nose again. Okay. Keep talking, though. Okay. I'll try to talk really loud. So just ignore her blowing the nose. So anyway, that, that, that introduces Lance Bass and he comes in and he's like, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, it's me. And, um, then we also get the introduction to the first new guy into the paradise and it is drum roll Thomas. So for those of you who don't remember who, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) For those of you who don't remember who Thomas is, I'm sure you do. He was the one on Katie's season who actually admitted what every single other guy on the show thought. I think the last time I did the podcast, we talked about Thomas. Yes, I think we did too. But Thomas is the one that actually said, yeah, I and they they even said it this way tonight. Someone actually, I, I think it was James said, he reiterated it just like this. He said, well, he he didn't say he came on to be the Bachelor. He said he came on thinking, if I fall in love, great. But if I don't, then I have an opportunity possibly to be the Bachelor. What's wrong with that? I don't. I've Which said that is before. Like, I won't say this too loud because clearly I'll get canceled. But if I go on The Bachelor, that's a thought. Bachelor, that's a shot in the back. Oh my god, thought in the back of my head. It it's this. It's other. They all have had that thought because. What's the? I mean, I know there's a difference between the, being the lead, the Bachelor, and going on Bachelor in Paradise, but it's the same thing. They knew that that being on the Bachelor was either an avenue to be on to be the bachelor or to be on bachelor in paradise they they know that why don't they i wish they would just admit that but they didn't um so anyway that's thomas so he comes so of course all the guys from katie season are like immediately like 
bad mouthing him and telling everyone that will listen what a shitty person he is and how he is a big liar and he's a fake and he's here for the wrong reasons and the whole thing over and over and over again but but like his first impression with the girl like the girls he walks in and he's like he's a huge like tall guy what he's six six i think he said six, it like six. 85 times yeah um so what's interesting though is he is a good looking guy he's he is good looking but as he takes the girls one by one to talk to them, because he comes with a date card, of course. So he gets to pick someone to go on a date with him. And as he talks to each girl individually, <coughs> oh, not that many of them seemed very interested in him after. And was it because the other guys already put a bad image of him in their head? Or was it because he is a horrible conversationalist? Probably a combo, just because I rem- remember when all the girls were sitting there and they were like, would you still say yes to a date with him? And they were like, four of them were like, yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, that's true. I just think they, like, were playing more on the he's a bad guy and, like, still were like, oh, girls will go out with him, but, like, didn't honestly really pay attention to the fact that there were girls that were like talking to him and not being interested in him but that was something that we noticed and I think it's probably just because like I said he's just like the basic like what you would consider frat guy persona that like talks about how tall he is and how you have to watch out because I'm gonna hit my head and blah 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 I'm like Oh, you're so, you're so beautiful, big. and I'm so big and macho Strong and, and muscular. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think that's it's it when someone already puts a bad as a girl. Whenever someone already puts a bad notion in your head about someone who and these guys are guys that they like and trust because they're like getting along with on this island so far that. A, you'd go in with reservations, and I think that you would probably pick things out of the conversation more easily that you're annoyed by. So I'm sure it was a combination of both. I agree. And he, because, and and so as a, as kind of going back to Katie's season two, before this whole stuff with The Bachelor came out, I, and I, again, I think we talked about this on our last podcast. The other thing that I noticed about Thomas on Katie's season is he seemed like that guy who like practiced his lines before he went on the show and like everything he said was super canned and it didn't seem like like he could have been saying it to any girl in the world it was like the you know I just feel like we have this connection I feel like you're so beautiful I feel like we have a future together I feel like you're such you have such a great personality I mean it's like just nothing that was real and authentic that meant anything and so I feel like maybe that also indicates that he doesn't have that much of his own personality. And that came yeah, across maybe. a little bit, I feel like, even tonight, maybe. I don't know. Except that, well, later in the show, we see him do something that I thought was a twist, but maybe it actually wasn't a twist. But so let's let's first um, continue. So basically, he talks to all the girls. He talks to them all. And he picks Serena, grocery store Joe's GSJ. We're going to call him GSJ because it's much easier. Grocery Game of Roses. Yeah, Game of yeah. Roses. <laughs> That's the Game of Roses uh, GSJ. I like it, though, don't you? That's a, their new terminology for grocery store Joe because it's too hard to well, say. Well, so automatically I'm against him, Thomas. Because I love grocery store. I love GSJ. I do, too. Everyone does. So obviously everyone's like, I don't want this to work out with Thomas. So 
I'm also looking for the bad things in Thomas. Me too. And he is a good looking guy, but I just, mm. so he picks Serena. Serena tells, tells, tells GSJ that she's going to do this. And he was very gracious and sweet about it. And he joked as she left, I hope you don't have fun, which is kind of cute. And then she's like, just kidding. Not really. But, um, so they go, basically they, those two, well, let me see if anything happens in between. So he's great. But, so then we see, um, oh, they had a little side bit with Carl boxing and kicking the air, which is so random and weird. And everybody was making fun of him and <laughs> no asks after he was done. He's like, did he win? <laughs> which I thought was funny. I love Noah too. And I wish that he, I hope eventually he gets more airtime, whether it be with Abigail or not, but I think Noah's hilarious. Um, so Serena and Thomas leaving their date. She's okay. So this is so so this is their date. Basically, they go like tubing, whatever, on the beach, and he takes his shirt off, and she's drooling over his ripped body. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> they eventually have a picnic, and she asks about the drama that the, the guys are because she said like the guys are kind of bad mouthing you, and he's like, well, this is what happened, and he kind of goes person by person saying what happened with all of them. We are led to believe that she likes him and she because she seems kind of into him they kiss and everything and they were gone a really long time because they left during the day and they did not come back until it was dark outside of course they show gsj being nervous about it and being stressed out and because this is kind of what he went through with kendall too when he was on the show show with her so they come back finally they come back and she goes to find gsj Asked him if they could talk. And she tells him that she basically told Thomas that she thought that they should just pursue, continue to pursue other people. So basically, basically she rejected him. And and she said the reason was is that she honestly just didn't want to be a part of the drama that he seemed to have with the other guys. Whether it was true or not, she just didn't want to be a part of it. And I think she just really likes GSJ. So I was so happy about that because I felt so sorry for GSJ. Um, any thoughts about that, Allie? Um, I think you covered it pretty well. I was just okay. going to say that I didn't, I wasn't, ex- you're, you're pretty, you thought during the date that the conversation was going to go well. I honestly got a little nervous that she was not going to go for it anymore. But I, I did too. So Okay, so that was basically what happened there. Like, kind of in between the day part of that date and their little picnic part, though, we get another new person to enter paradise, and it's Riley. So Riley comes down the steps. He was also in Tasha season. And he comes down. And <laughs> this is where Taj had such a funny <laughs> freaking reaction because everyone else was sort of sitting together, like, on the beach, on the those beds and stuff. But Taj happened to be over at the bar with wells talking and she yeah saw, she saw him coming down like i feel like she had like a legit freak out session yeah like, i don't think it was i she, her if she's acting she's doing like amazing because Dude, yeah. it seemed like such an authentic reaction that a girl would have when the guy that she's been waiting for comes down the steps like she was like oh my god like so the whole show, this whole show, you know how she's just known for always being hot and always being sweaty. And like, she's constantly has a fan in front of her face fanning. And when she walks <laughs> down, feel so bad she went in like overdrive with a fanning and she was just sweated wet. 
So he goes around to everybody again, all the girls. And he was like, well, we're, aren't we missing someone? And he sees Taj and kind of makes a big deal about wanting to meet her. But anyway, he goes and he talks to all the girls individually. Taj is the last one that he approaches. She admits then that he is basically the one that she's been waiting for and that she wanted to see in paradise the most. And so that's why she's like so nervous. She's like, I honestly don't know how to act. I'm freaking out. He, he, they really lead us to believe that he's going to pick her and Trey, who she's currently with is kind of, you know, not happy about it, freaking out, but he takes her to the side and, uh, I mean, it's, sorry, it's Taj's turn with Riley and she admits to him that she was been, has been waiting for him and that, that she hopes that, that she's the one that's picked for the day because she, because she's been so excited that he would show up. Blah, blah, blah. She was like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Oh my God. I should, like, can't even approach him. I don't know what to do. I felt it was so, it was so funny. Again, such a relatable thing. Like yeah. as, a, as someone to watch, it's like so, so funny. Cause it's like the guy she wanted to talk to the guy she's excited that was there. She just like starts having freakouts. It was so funny. But then when she actually talked to him, she just yeah, like she said. was so straightforward. Like go you. So, but they really led you to believe that he was going to pick her. But then he didn't. He picks um, Marissa, who is Connor, who's Connor's like current partner, whatever you want to call him. And she seems really excited about Riley too, though. So they agreed. So she agrees to go on the day too. And holy cow. They have Ugh. some chemistry. They're also just like the most stunning couple ever. I they were, and that so their date was with Lance Bass, and it was like this funny thing where he asked them questions, and if they wanted to answer the questions, they didn't. Her name's Marissa. Marissa, right? Okay, yeah. So they he he. It's like a dinner date, and I think it's going to be this. She says she has never been on a date before she's never been taken like officially out on a date like out to dinner a nice dinner like she's never that's just crazy to me I know. she's never been taken on a date so anyway she thinks it's gonna be this nice dinner he takes like, the little, yeah he takes the little cover thing off the food and it's all this like disgusting food like chicken feet and cow tongue and all this gross stuff and, and so, so if he asks them a question and they want to answer it, they don't have to eat. But if they don't answer the question, they have to eat something gross. So that was their date. And they really made it kind of – and Lance Bass was – did I say that already? He was there. They made it pretty yeah. cute, I thought. I thought it was They handled fun. it well. It was funny. They did. And they seemed to play off each other really It wasn't well. uncomfortable to watch. No. Like sometimes, you know how you – like I did it a couple times tonight where I was like, I just don't want to watch this happen. Like even if it's like – I don't know, the normal people. Sometimes you're still just like, oh, I just don't like watching this happen on screen. It was so normal. I liked it. It, it was, was very normal. I thought it was very cute, too. I And I really liked them together. So the whole time they're on their date, though, like Taj at first was like, oh, I'm really sad because Riley didn't pick me. He kind of led me to believe he was going to. And so yeah. she was kind of sad about that. And they also have Connor being like, oh, I really am into Marissa. I, you know, hopefully it doesn't work out between them. Well, <laughs> it works out. I mean, it works out very well because so then they, we also had a funny moment where they finally did make out. They kind of kissed at the table. And I said to Allie, I was like, okay, so in a situation like this, does Lance Bass just sit there and like, 
just look around the room and whistle or does he like just stare at them making out like what do you do and as soon as I said that they ITM Lance Bass and he was like yeah I didn't know what to do I didn't know if I'm supposed to stare at them <laughs> I supposed to look away and he's like they well, didn't care they just started making out and before they made out she like expressed how she like I guess her like love language is like verbal assurance oh yeah it like words of affirmation and she's like in past relationships like sometimes I just haven't got that and it like put me in a really low spot and like really like hurt my self-confidence and blah 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 and he was like well I would never let that happen to you I don't know why that could ever happen to you I'd tell you every day how beautiful you are and like verbally it was so cute it was very sweet it was very sweet I mean it was and then like that's you, why they kissed. And that's what you and you said, like it was like a like a super real conversation. I feel it was like, like literally a romance movie. It was so cute. It was. So so before we jump to what happens at the end of their date, um, in between time, then this is okay. So Thomas and Serena obviously are back from their date. So this is where um this all the storyline goes down where Thomas is like okay, I basically, I want to just confront these guys that are mad at me. He basically takes all the guys that were in Katie's season and I sit on one of those beds and he individually apologizes to each and every one and like verbalizes what he did wrong to them. Like, yes, I, when I talked to you, I did. I was lying to you when I did this and this and this. And with you, I interrupted your dates all the time and I shouldn't have done that. That was wrong and blah, blah. And he went like one by one to each one and said what he did wrong. And he totally owned it. He was like, I apologize. hundred percent my fault. I can see how that came. And they all were a little bit speechless. Like they were like, damn, yeah. didn't expect that. And it, and it actually was about the most real conversation that I feel like he, I yeah. never heard him have. So I was kind of impressed. And they all seemed like they were taken aback, but then they also seemed like, okay, well, that's respectable. Like, I feel like that's cool. So then they even had this whole scene where, and again, you just wonder how much this is all just like producer driven, but yeah. take it for what it is. They specifically had Trey and him over at the bar and they had this whole separate conversation and Trey was like, dude, I think, you know, I was wrong about you. I'm glad that you, thank you for apologizing. I think we could probably be friends. Like they had this whole bro session. Literally the next scene was Serena talking to Taj and GSJ and someone else was there. And she's like, yeah, I don't know. And a couple of our conversations got a little weird too. And she, and he did kind of, he did talk about Trey the part that they aired, he was like, he was seeming like he was like this father figure to Trey and that Trey needed reassurance all the time because of stuff that happened to his, in his past, which I'm not, I can't remember what his story was, but, but how he was emotionally immature and he, and, and Serena was like, it was almost like he felt like he was a father figure to Trey. So Todd, so Taj goes and tells Trey this and Trey immediately is like screw this I just said I was going to give the guy a chance and now I find out that he's saying shit behind my back so he goes and confronts him and basically 
I, which I have to give him credit for. He just goes straight to the stores and totally confronts them and calls him out on it. But then when Thomas was going to try to explain, he's like, no, basically you're dead to me. Like he was just like, no. And he just walks away. Yeah. And so I, I don't know how that's going to end out. The thing that freaks me out and I think is so crazy is that on the previews, they have clearly shown a couple times that when Becca Kufrin comes, which I still can't believe that she's going to be on the show, but when Becca Kufrin comes, they show her and Thomas on a date and she is, who knows how they're editing these previews, but they make it look like she is quote unquote falling for him, which is crazy to me, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I that okay and again on that whole thing it's like whenever he he was talking he didn't say emotionally immature like he was trying to tell trey that whenever he was yelling at him he didn't say that but like at so i get where he's coming from where it's like he didn't just and serena didn't say that to taj taught like she taj i guess by summarizing it it, he was he was saying he was in social or emotionally immature didn't say that which that can sound a little more harsh than what he actually did say I agree but at the same time it it was a weird thing to tell someone that you're just getting to know that like I don't know I just feel like if I was just getting to know Serena if I was Thomas and I was trying to impress her I wouldn't start by like telling her the issue I had with all the guys on my season and why I was right for it you know right. what I mean like it, I don't know I just think it's like a, like obviously she's gonna have you ever seen any of these shows like you have to be careful about what you say because obviously your words can get misconstrued so easily and like you don't you don't get to talk shit about other people because that's gonna get to the other people everyone's close and so it's like so true at the same time I'm like I don't know. I just feel like you could have done better. Like you did kind of say that he relied on you for emotional support. I don't know. I just and it, but it, did it just across as a little condescending. Yeah, too. exactly. Like so was it a just child. It just kind of painted a bad yes. picture for again. Just an, it. I don't think it would have looked as bad if it was just that on its own. I don't. But I think just on top of the thin ice he was walking on, it just did not. It True. like kind of sent everybody like. Eh. Especially because Serena was like, this is the reason that I don't want to, to yeah. like, something that big time turned me off. Yeah. Like, yeah, so true. I and agree. I'm sure the conversation lasted a little longer than, again, the producers showed us that it Oh, did, exactly. So. And I, you know, they're definitely picking the things that they want to show us and make drama of. I yeah. Mean, like, like, that is an aside that you all know that I feel strongly about anyway, that so much of this stuff is producer-driven and in their ITMs and all of that, that they're, they are asked specific questions to lead them to say certain answers to the things that makes it look like they're just saying all those things off the top of their head. And, you know, producers are also going, um, Hey, Serena, tell, tell, uh, tell, tell grocery store Joe and tell everyone else what, what Thomas said on the beach. Yeah. Cause like, why would like, that also come up? Right. It's like, she didn't need to, I mean, you know that that stuff is going on and I guess it's just something you either have to accept or you don't, but it, it's like a cruel thing in a way. Like we're taught, we also, Allie and I were talking about during the show and it's no spoiler because they've shown it on a hundred previews, but 
you know, we GSJ and Serena are, having, are doing very well together now. Well, we all know that they're going to be bringing Kendall, his ex, in to the show. And I just think that's so mean. Like, I know. It's, it's clear that GSJ has, like, either lingering doing, feelings about yeah, her. He's just, just upset. Upset about it. And it's all, Because it like, didn't end, like they said, it didn't end, like, horribly. And because they didn't want to live in the same place. And it was like... Dude, like, let the guy live. God, really? Like, they didn't, like, it's obvious they brought her back. Maybe something happens. Maybe something happens between him and Serena. I don't know. I just feel like if him and Serena last and they just bring Kendall in, that's, like, such a bitch move. It is. Oh, sorry. That's okay. (laughs) If I knew how to edit really good, I could edit that out, but I don't want to take the time, so. But I think that it is... Like, Like they they just just do stuff stuff like that. Like, the producers do stuff like that that actually is really mean. But when they sign their lives away on those contracts, they they never know what's going to happen. Nowadays, you know that the producers control so much of it, you know? The thing that is so crazy is that if you all will remember, too, it, it proves that almost anything can happen in this whole show in Bachelor Nation because grocery store GSJ was a night one guy remember that? yes he yes. went home on night, home night one, one and everyone loved him so much that he like blew up and it's like unheard of normally the people that leave on the first night you're literally like you would see them now and be like i have no clue who that is he was on dancing with the stars he has he has a bachelor endorsed um podcast podcast with natasha and Tasha. And now he's he was on Bachelor in Paradise then with Kendall, and now he's on it again. I mean, it's it's actually amazing what he has done. I am just still it's crazy that he's come this far and he was went home on I think it was during Becca season. Yep, we looked it up night one. So anyway, um, so that's torturous. Um, let's see what do we got. We're running on 77 minutes here, so let's, let's fast forward through some of this. I think um, we could... Oh, the only thing I wanted to cover, again, was with Taj. Taj, whenever they had that cute, funny interview with her, and that crab started crawling oh my before, gosh. she was freaking out. And and I just think she does it in a different way than if it were Demi. I feel like if Demi were doing that same thing, it would be just because she was trying to be over-the-top drama queen. Yeah, but like Taj was almost like legit scared of that crab, and like yeah, I know. Different. She's so freaking funny. I love her so much. Um, yeah, she's funny. Well, they also okay. So quick to cover this too. After Riley, after we know Riley and Marissa are into each other, she decides she's going to go talk to Trey again, and they have this really good talk on the bed too. And He's like, look, I know we're not serious or anything, but I really like you, and I think I can see us going somewhere. And she's really receptive to it. And anyway, so it kind of looks like they're gonna go ahead and keep trying it, and they kiss and um, blah blah blah. Um, Which good for her? Yes, good for her. They show Natasha going to Joe and saying how she's worried because her and Brendan don't have any chemistry. Then they show them talking. Any, any like, sexual chemistry. Any sexual chemistry. And so then then they show Brendan and her talking about it, and she kind of verbalizes that to him. And he's like, look, I the more time I spend with you, the more I like you. And she's just like, I, I don't know. That just doesn't seem like there's just something missing. 
So I'm not really sure where that's going to go. She ends in tears, too. <laughs> and he, he, she tells him to go to bed. My guess is another guy is going to come on that she's going to fall for. Maybe. But and Brendan can't go home. No, I feel like... That's a Piper, waste. God, they better not send him home. <laughs> um, He's so hot. When she leaves... But she does. She when Brendan, she if you're single... When I she do. starts crying, she says, you're not going to get my rose. Remember I know. That? I know. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, okay. So, at this point, we get to the end of the show. And we <laughs> Riley and Marissa can't seem to get enough of each other. And the, the, the camera shot is kind of one where... It, it almost seems like they're trying to kind of get to a private place a little bit away from the camera and they like have to put the um the what am i trying the closed caption um, oh yeah what's that the, word am I? the, ca- the closed caption the captions yeah at the bottom because they're talking so quiet and he's like i know somewhere we, we can go and we were like you effing just got here like how, how do you know somewhere to go you literally got here six hours ago well we the boom that boom room. Right. The first time the boom boom room is used on the show, and uh, a, the guy uses it the first day he gets there. So they show props to him. Poor Connor, like still playing this stupid little ukulele, singing songs. Literally writing Abigail, a song, writing a song about how she's going to come back and still be in love with him. But in the meantime, she's in the boom boom room with. Uh, it's upsetting to watch. With Riley doing a little soft porn again. I'm telling you, they even video that. Dude, um, yeah, they damn near videoed them having sex on there. <laughs> so we were like, okay, when's the shotgun end? Hello, let's. Uh, we're still right watching. <laughs> Family friendly show. Yeah. Not really. Um. So that was it, basically. That was our. That was our Bachelor in Paradise. Um, it wasn't too bad. That four hours went by really quick. No, yeah, it was fun. It I was good. It was good. And they so let's see, the preview showed Becca. It doesn't look like Becca's coming yet this week. Um, who did they show coming? Anyone? Next week? I can't. I'm totally blanking. I can't the- remember either. I don't know. Did we even watch the? <laughs> preview yeah we did we watched them i think we even commented i i literally can't remember but yeah i don't know either either way um so that was that i'm assuming that they'll probably have another monday and tuesday show next week um so i will do the same recording schedule i will watch it all on tuesday night and record on wednesday i feel like the shows are better when i have hosts i I need to just have you be a host from madison with me on other shows. Um, in the meantime, school pre- starting now. I don't know if I'm gonna have time to watch. Oh, I know, I know. Well, I'll have to. Maybe I should make Tyler watch it with me and have him do. Wouldn't that be funny? I bet Tyler would love that. <laughs> so, I guess I will wrap it up here. Thank you, Allie. Of course, I love doing this. It's fun. And Bachelor in um, Paradise was fun too. I liked this. Yeah, I like this too. I wish I'm. I want full year-round Bachelor in Paradise. I do, too. I wish I'd have two Bachelor in Paradises per year. Um, and the next one, I probably it could very well be by my next podcast, we'll know who The Bachelor is, too. And I'm kind of excited to see who that's going to be. I hope it's Tyler C. I really think that would be a good one. That would be a good one. They'd get viewers for that. 
definitely, and that would be their goal in doing that. For his rock-hard abs. See, because he had a girlfriend for quite a while, but he just broke up with her, like, a few weeks ago. So there's also a conspiracy theory that that they forced that breakup. And oh, my God. For the show, and that they're going to be broken up, and that they had him do The Bachelor. They'll have him do The Bachelor, but they'll have her be someone that come interrupts the show about Oh, wouldn't that be good? I think it'd be good, great TV, though. And um, I want, and I want there to be a regular host by The Bachelor. Please, please, please. I think Sean Lowe. Okay, I think Sean Lowe would be a great. Oh, host. his Twitter so he, funny. His, he his would, Instagram is so funny. He would be so good. I love him. I literally still follow him on Twitter, and I laugh at. Everything he posts, he's so funny. He is so funny. So, Sean Lowe, shout out. You should be, uh, yeah. you should be the host. All right, Allie, do you remember your confirmation Bible verse? Because I end every show with a Bible we verse. We did it last time. Oh, we did it last time? Yeah. Okay. I, I failed to do that. Um, we could do John 3.16. That's a good one. Do you know it offhand? For, for God so love the World. world that he <laughs> gave, gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life good job we didn't say that at the same time but on three six we didn't but i felt like that might be podcast hard so it's okay good job um so that is our bible verse for the week um thank you everybody for listening i really really appreciate it um go rate review and subscribe five stars baby five stars and um love you all see you next week bye